Hey, Richies, just wanted to give you a quick heads up that today's story is definitely a tough one, and there are going to be some details discussing violence and death. So, Brooke, how are you doing this Monday? I mean, it was definitely a rough weekend, a lot to process. Yeah, the tragedy at Travis Scott's Astroworld Festival Friday night in Houston is just nightmarish. Seriously, so awful. I mean, these people are at a music festival that they've been waiting to see for forever and then a terrifying ending. Yeah, and when the crowd rushed the stage, it was just devastating. It was. I mean, some people didn't get to go home and so Mm. many more were injured. The firsthand accounts from the night are just absolutely horrifying. Yeah, and understandably, people want to hold someone responsible now. Right. And Travis is taking a lot of that heat. Really wondering how this is all going to play out. From Wondery, I'm Marisha Skidmore-Williams. And I'm Brooke Ziffrin. It's Monday, November 8th. And you're listening to Rich and Daily. Life is full of personal wins, whether it's cleaning your house, getting that dream car, or checking off your to-do list. Winning at life is a great feeling. And with the State Farm Personal Price Plan, you can keep winning when you create an affordable price just for you by bundling home and auto. So give yourself a round of applause. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the Personal Price Plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Give me that, give me that hot gosh. So Travis Scott is one of the biggest stars in rap music. He has a history of drawing huge crowds for his shows, fans he calls ragers for their adrenaline-fueled response to him. But at Friday night's Astroworld Festival in Houston, NRG Park, the massive crowd surged toward the stage, and the fun turned fatal. 
Yeah. So Travis was on stage at his festival, and not too long after he started performing, the crowd began to compress toward the front of the stage. So it was just this mass of people pushing tighter and tighter against each other until it was just more difficult to move. It was difficult to breathe. And eventually, some passed out and they fell to Mm -hmm. the ground. And once they were there, there was really nothing they could do. Um, So it led to multiple injuries and tragically eight people died. So currently the cause of death for these people is not yet determined, but it's very clear that the conditions in the crowd were so dangerous that some didn't have a chance to get out in time. Yeah. So some people who are at the show have taken to social media to share their experiences. And honestly, it just sounds absolutely terrifying. Yeah. There were over 50,000 people in attendance at this festival. Yeah. And so one woman named Sienna, who uses the Instagram handle Sienna Faith, detailed her story in a post. And she wrote, within the first 30 seconds of the first song, people began to drown in other people. The rush of people became tighter and tighter. Breathing became something only a few were capable of. This sounds like something that, honestly, like, you probably don't think about happening. Like, not Mm -mm. many people think of this as something that could go wrong. And I feel like until you actually see it, it's terrifying. And her description is just so vivid where it's like you're drowning in people and it seems like it's just an absolute nightmare. Yeah. So Sienna also wrote about her friend who struggled in the crowd. She wrote, my friend began to gasp for breath and she told me we needed to get out. We tried. There was nowhere to go. People began to choke one another as the mass swayed. It became more and more violent. We began to scream for help. And as completely scary, this very real feeling of drowning sounds, the moment when people fell must have been truly beyond horrifying. Oh, my God. Yeah. So Sienna also wrote in detail about what she called sinkholes in the crowd. She Mm. wrote, one person fell or collapsed. Once one fell, a hole opened up in the ground. Person after person were sucked down. It was happening all around me. These sinkholes of people. These descriptions are so vivid and just picturing it. I can't Mm -hmm. imagine actually being there. Um, Sienna also says as she got pushed to this edge, she was horrified to see what she called, and I hate having to even say this, Mm -hmm. a floor of bodies. Yeah. She wrote about getting shoved down and seeing the face of a man below Mm. her. Yeah. She said, I lost it. There were people below the ones I could see from above. There was a floor of bodies of men and women below two layers of fallen people above them. I mean, at this point, it just sounds like we're hearing like about a battlefield. It's just. It really does sound like that. And they tried to get help from security and the members of the staff running the show, but no one did anything. So there's video footage of people trying to get someone's attention to stop the show. One fan went up to a cameraman literally screaming for help. Yeah, this is so frustrating. So there's a video of fans chanting, stop the show, stop the show in between songs. Another attendee, an ICU nurse named Madeline Eskins, says people were doing CPR. Fans were yelling at the stage crew around us saying, stop the concert. People are dying. No one listened. Mm -hmm. She also said the medical staff seemed completely unprepared and inexperienced. She said some didn't even know how to check a pulse. Yeah, I saw that and I've worked events like I as an EMT and I don't know how that's possible. Like, I don't know what kind of regulations they have in Texas, but you know how to check a pulse if you're on a medical staff. Well, most people know how to check a pulse anyway, I thought. Yeah, that's just inexcusable. Mm -hmm. And even though people were literally dying during the show, Travis continued to perform and 
understandably, mm-hmm. people are pissed. Yes. So Travis performed a 75-minute set that was live-streamed on Apple Music. And according to the New York Times, the show ended 30 minutes earlier than scheduled, but nearly a full 40 minutes after a mass casualty event was declared by mm-hmm. city officials. Yeah. And while Travis didn't stop the show entirely, he did halt once, about 30 minutes into the set when an ambulance came through the crowd. Yeah, so he said, there's an ambulance in the crowd. But then after about a minute, he said... Y'all know what you came to do. And the music started up again. He then said to the crowd, make the ground shake. So people started jumping and stomping Mm. the ground. Literally the worst thing they could have done. And at another point, he stopped the show again saying, hold, hold, hold. We need some help. Somebody passed out right here. Security, let's get in there. But a short time later, the show continued again. Yeah. And I feel like that's part of the problem is like just people not taking this stuff seriously. Exactly. Like an ambulance going into the crowd, it's not like you just want to drive through a bunch of people to get somewhere. Like there's an emergency. Like we're not just messing around. And so it sounds like Travis just wasn't getting it. I mean, some are really upset that neither he or security actually stopped the show. Mm -hmm. And Travis has finally spoken up about it. Yeah. So he posted a series of videos to his Instagram on Saturday. In the video, he says how much his fans mean to him and how he's working with the families of the victims to assist them through this tough time. He also says, I just could never imagine the severity of the situation and didn't know what was happening. Yeah, that's not true. I mean, there's video of someone telling him what was happening and he continued. So well, I think that I feel like that I I see it as like, obviously, when you're having a concert, you don't imagine it's going to lead to stampedes and people dying. But when people are literally telling you that people are dying, there's no excuse for you to carry on as you're doing. Right. But there is a reason why some are quick to question Travis about what he knew Mm -hmm. and why he didn't stop, which is, I think, like the biggest question is like, why did you keep going? Yeah. And it's because this isn't the first time he's come under fire for how he handles a dangerously rowdy crowd. Right. So Travis was actually arrested in 2015 for telling his fans to jump the barricades during his Lollapalooza performance. He said to the crowd, middle finger up to security right now, then led them in a chant of we want rage. Mm. He pled guilty to disorderly conduct for inciting a riot. Then at a show in New York, he actually encouraged someone to jump off of a balcony. And this was after someone else was pushed off the same balcony. And he said... I see you, but are you going to do it? And then he was like, they're going to catch you. Don't be scared. Don't be scared. Mm -hmm. And he was also arrested again in 2017 on charges of reckless conduct for encouraging people to rush the stage at a performance in Arkansas. Yeah, it's definitely a pattern and there needs to be accountability. Agree. And at this point, he's being sued by someone who attended the Astroworld Festival and got severely injured. Um, So it's actually both Travis and rapper Drake who are being sued for inciting the crowd. The complaint says Drake came out as a special guest and helped to incite the crowd. It also accuses Drake of continuing to perform with Travis Scott as the crowd became out of control and while the crowd mayhem continued. Yeah. So right now things are still being figured out, obviously. Mm -hmm. And this is most likely going to get very difficult for Travis. He announced that he will issue full refunds to everyone who bought tickets to Astroworld. Which is good. And he also canceled his appearance at a festival in Vegas this weekend. Sources told Variety Travis is too distraught to play. So hopefully he's actually learned something this time. Yeah, I mean, I hope so. But uh, I don't know. It's 
I mean, this is just the beginning, right? Mm -hmm. When there's a tragedy like this, someone has to be held accountable. Right. And the question is, does this fall on the artist? Is this fully Travis's fault? (laughs) This is tough because I don't think it's fully Travis's fault. I think there were a lot of factors at play here. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I think it was Travis's fault. I think it was the staff on hand. Uh, I think it was their fault. They weren't trained well enough. It was security's fault for not taking it seriously. Yeah. Um, And there was too many people in this space. And yeah, I think given his history, he has to take responsibility. His team hired these people who were unfit to take care of the situation. So, yeah, at the end of the day, it's a lot of people's faults. And he's definitely one of them. Well, my thing is that there's a precedent for this. Like this kind of thing happened in the late 70s in like 1979 at a Who concert. Mm. And people died. And it's like, yeah. if this has already happened, it's like with the Alec Baldwin thing. Like, right. this kind of accident has existed already. It yes. should never happen again. Agree. And 100%. anybody that, like, played into it, so anybody responsible for planning the concert, hosting the concert, telling people to do crazy things, like, yeah. they're all responsible. And there Agree. needs to be accountability. And I also think we need to give, like, the victims and their families some respect. Like, there's a oh, lot yeah. of conspiracy theories going around online and it's unnecessary. Like we need to respect that people died. Just once. I don't know why there can't be tragedy without people trying to come up with some conspiracy about it. Like these are people's lives and young, young lives. Yeah. It's social media. It's responsible for all of it. (sighs) Truly the dregs of society. From Wondery, I'm Arisha Skidmore-Williams. And I'm Brooke Ziffrin. This is Rich and Daily. See you tomorrow, Richies. If you like our show, please follow us on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or wherever you're listening right now. And tell your friends we've got the hot goss. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to Rich and Daily ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com survey.